0: listening to the 202 studio a podcast series exploring the creative sparks emanating from the district of columbia throughout the series we'll be talking with artists humanities practitioners organizational leaders and many others individuals working behind the scenes and in the spotlight in organizations studios and workshops in all eight wards, as we explore the heartbeat of dc's arts humanities creativity and culture to learn more Visit dcarts.dc.gov.
1: Welcome to the 202 Studio. From the DC Commission on the Arts and Humanities, I'm Jeffrey Scott. Today we're joined by founder, artistic director, choreographer, and costume designer of the Conqueron West African Dance Company, Mr. Assan Conte. Asan, welcome. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. So the story, as I understand it, is uh, you're from Senegal originally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you came to the United States uh, first to work at the San Diego Zoo yeah. as a choreographer. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was that gig
2: like? Yeah, it, it was okay. It was a, it was a performance. We was there. I was there for quite a while, you know, performing, and uh, and uh, that's the way I got in here with another. A uh, friend from my uh from Senegal is the one uh, who has the contract and uh, he come visit. We both, that time I was leaving Northern State in Africa with a dance company. I was having there in uh, every course and we kind of meet, kind of cross each other in Senegal for vacation. And that's the way we met. He said, he looking for me. I said, for what? He said, I got this. This uh, job in uh, United States in California, and uh, you're the only one I know can train anybody. So I want. I was just wondering. You know, I really want you to to come for, in the state. I say, <laughs> you know, that's an English country. <laughs> I like. <laughs> I say, I say, well, you know, you know, you just, a, just, a, and I, I was having a little doubt. Because it's a, it's not a Francophone country. Mm. It's an English country. So mm-hmm. it was kind of a little bit hesitation. And then I go back and he come back to the state and he keep calling me and the manager, his manager called me and uh, we talk and all of that and and, uh, that's the way I ended here in the so, United States.
1: So you started off in San Diego and yeah. you spent some time in California. Yeah. What brought you to Washington, DC?
2: You know, from there, I was in Epcot for a while. Mm-hmm. After California, I was in Epcot uh, representing Africa with the same group. Yeah, and after we finished that, you know, and that's the time I took a job in the university in St. Louis with Catherine Denham. Uh-huh. So from there, that's the time now I say I'm it was time for me. I'm tired of directing everybody's company because I really have my vision and, uh, and what I wanted to do. And I always choose, because I used to come to D.C. all the time to choreograph for, for some other show here. Mm. So I always uh, liked D.C. So the day I started my own organization, and I know that was D.C., I wanted to do it. First, it was Atlanta. May I visit Atlanta? Mm-hmm. I didn't like Atlanta too much. I still go there because I train people. I train got a company there. I still work with them. May I was just like DC is is the place, mm-hmm. and that's the reason. Why, that's the way. After I come back from uh, finish with Epcot, Walt Disney, I was right in DC eighty three.
1: So that's thirty six years now that your company has been active here in Washington D.C. Yeah. And how have you seen the city change and grow over those 36 years?
2: Yeah, it changed. the city changed a lot. Mm-hmm. That's one thing, <laughs> you know. It come to be a now big city, not the old city we used to know. And I like it still because uh, it's a multicultural place. You know, people are a lot of new generation, mm-hmm. and uh, especially now, we, uh, we, in, uh, we do a lot of different things to, to kind of expose ourselves to the new people moving into the city mm-hmm. because it's part of our, our way to reconnect it with the new, gen- new generation and new families moving into dc because the old, you know our audience we got a big followers mm-hmm. May we know we need to reach out because some of them no longer here. Mm. Some of them probably move away to the, to Maryland or Virginia. So we try to kind of connect it with D.C. But the fact our art form kind of, is, it will be easy for us to do. Then mostly because we can perform, I perform a lot of convention in, in D.C., Sometime I got a lot of gala from the State Department with something we perform. So it's different than somebody doing ballet. Mm-hmm. You see, we, do, we, we, we can reach out because we well known uh, company working with the community. And uh, because the kind of art form you do, is look like a, it's a history telling and people relate to in DC anything about culture. Because you got the museum, you got everything. We do a lot of work, a lot of things in the museum, uh, in the, some of these museums. So it's, 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 it's good. A lot of company no longer around, we survive here. Uh, we did a, we can able to survive to stay here.
1: And so your art form uh, really is, it's, it's, Packaged in its own way yeah. because you create your own music with the drumming, yeah. you, the dance, and the costumes and everything, and so of course that that makes you uh, transportable to an extent, probably more so than other art
2: forms. Uh, yeah, we kind of different because uh, our art form would tell history, and people always want to learn about it because uh, you know our art form it, it teach you a lot about Africa. Where you going to Africa? So every year, for 36 years, I always present the history, especially now when everybody try to get their DNA to know where they find, because over the years, it was different in the 80s. It took a lot of educating people about our art form, because it was was not something, my own African-American was not in it. And now, looking, everybody going to Africa, everybody, you know, it's it a lot of educa- educating the people, but the our art form, and we still fighting the you know because it's just to look like any other art form, you know we still kind of fighting to be, you know to get much support we can with foundation and all of that, and that's the way art commission really save us because they don't been supporting us all the time because. It's a DC. They know about the culture and the history mm-hmm. in DC. for us to get anything from foundation when corporation to to thing is very difficult. It's very way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, folks who aren't familiar with uh, Conqueron, yeah. you specialize in traditional dance styles uh-huh. from the West Africa region, from uh-huh. Senegal and uh-huh. these other countries. Uh-huh. Uh, and as you say, because you you package the history yeah. with it, it. it becomes sort of a humanities lesson as well as an artistic performance.
2: Yes. It's more like a musical theater. Mm -hmm. We tell history because we do a lot of education program also in the school from Virginia, Maryland, Washington Performing Arts. You know, we do a lot of residence also in the school, you know, working with the kids. And then again, you take it back to the, they're learning about the people mm-hmm. in Africa and the history behind Africa.
1: And so it also encompasses the traditional drumming, yeah. as well
2: as the, so the dance, the, the history, the, the music, and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So those early years, the 80s, it was kind of hard to get people to. Yeah, it was come different.
2: Out? It was different. It took a lot of struggle. <laughs> it took a lot. It took a lot. You know, because uh, it was uh, it was kinda of a little bit uh, uh, not too many because I remember, I know my art form. Who and who was in United States? It was not too many of us like it is now. You look in the internet, you see everywhere. You can see it, California, Arizona. Uh, everybody, different race. Everybody in those performers and those classes taking it. But over the years, it was it was not there. It was a it was not. People not really into it. Now it looks like, because that was the reason why I created the conference here. And uh, bringing the teachers from Africa. And then uh, it's like a three, it was a one week. And now we cut it to three days. Because uh, they come from all over the United States and outside the United States also. Because my idea was to kind of educate people about the art form and also... People cannot able to go to Africa to learn and we can bring it to them. And it was supported by the art commission for years. Mm-hmm. So what was it
1: with those early years being sort of tough and, you know, what kept you here wanting to make a go of it and make it work?
2: Well, you know, because, uh, you, you know, I was more working with the community, not uh, because those years you don't have to, Audition because ain't nobody know. <laughs> so you connect, you, you work with the, the community, mm. you work with regular people, just like the dance company now. Everybody in the dance company, I have them since my summer camp over the years, they were 14. And uh, looking back now, they're all well educated because it was a deal with me. I got to see your grade because, you know, soon you earn them, soon they like something, kids, it's very easy to earn them. So it was a work of art, work where I got to see your grade and I want to know where you stand. And I wanted them to have education because I learned from traveling and uh, working with other uh, art form being a guest and all of that, I realized it will take a lot for our art form to be funded to able to pay salary for dancers. That was a one thing I always have that back of my mind to be able to survive. Then I say, one thing I need to do, this generation, I got to make sure they get well-educated. That way the organization survived. Now, mostly them now, some of them are principal school in the district and they're still dancing. Some of them are lawyers. And I got two of them working up here in this <laughs> building. And uh, they're still dancing. And some of them now, the kids I used to teach, I'm teaching their, two, uh, their grandkids. And we're still <laughs> kicking. Yep.
1: Yeah, I think I've read somewhere you're on four generations now. Yes, so that's through. the
2: thing we do. And uh, that's the one keep me here looking what contribution I did and how much I save some of these kids. That's why every time uh, we look in the news with the killing and we talk about it, I say, I wish they give me a big building. I can save all of them. It's a way you got to earn them.
1: And that's an interesting approach of checking their grades and all that. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. Because... I know other, especially with athletics, you know, a lot of schools have a no pass, no play
2: policy for, you know, you can't yeah. be in sports. Because, you know, yeah, that's passing, what I'm saying. So, yeah. I started doing that way before now they require a sport. Mm-hmm. You got to get educated before. You can come from any places just to, because you're good, you're good. Mm-hmm. May I always tell them, I believe you always get to have some kind of security. That paper. Mm-hmm. You can be talented. Matter of fact, I was just talking to one of them. I say you can be talented. Don't mean nothing. Because right now, you can sing, you can play, you can dance. That's not enough. You got to go to college. I help a lot of them, you know, with uh, fundraising to get them to community college or something because mostly them, just to like I was telling you, uh, this week I got one family come with, a lot of children, I was like, who are you? They say, well, we wanted to talk to you. I said, oh, okay. And they say they want these kids. They, they, they were watching us. I didn't know, ma'am, they were there one day. And they said they really want to be part of it. May we don't, you know, we, we are low income, and then these kids are foster care. And I say, hey, well, let's go. You can come every Saturday. And uh, because that's the kind of thing we do in Kankoran. We, we travel now because how I created Kankoran, it was an institute. Uh, inside the institute, got the dance company, mm-hmm. the professional dance company. Everything else we do is about the community mm-hmm. to contribute back. That's all we do. And uh, we, we don't do too much of a riding for granted. Mm-hmm. We only have the art commission. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. The rest, we just to create. I, I'm one of those. I like to create things because those them you can depend on it. Sometimes they come, sometimes they don't come. Mm-hmm. May, and our art form, we can do a lot of work to survive besides just to waiting for grant. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's one of the things that's, in terms of nonprofits, that yes. makes you... Kind of unique is yeah. that you have formed this community of your former students, former dancers, who you yeah. say have gone on to, you know, become lawyers and yeah. doctors and teachers. Yeah. I don't earning masters and doctors. They're they, me well. I they they don't have become to pay. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's sweet. <laughs> so you've 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 grown or cultivated, you yes. know, a your own individual donor base. Yeah, and not having to rely so much on. Corporations um, yeah, or philanthropies. Because, no,
2: they never did because they're not ready for that yet. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah.
1: So how was it? Um, and of course, over the years, mm-hmm. the company has grown. Yes, you know, yes. More people come to take classes. Yeah. More people are, are dancing uh-huh. and participating. Yeah. Was there, did it grow just by virtue of you sticking with it? And, you know, over the years, people learned about Conqueron and, or was there, was there a turning point when things like really shot off for
2: you? You know, it's a, you know, uh, every uh, dance company got up and down. You know, man, one thing, you know, the fact that the company was founded inside the community, it's, it's, I think that spirit always keep living on, live on in the organization. Because we got, uh, like the gym, we go together. Mm-hmm. I got about a f- four, four to six people, you know, uh, you know, go there for the gym. Mm-hmm. And these are seniors, and they still come into class. All those years I've been here, they never stop. And I influenced them to go do extra work in the gym. And now they they, they like the gym more than I do <laughs> because I always see them, they waving. And then I got to feel the teacher, they know me for years, used to be in my summer camp. Mm-hmm. Like Elizabeth, all of them. Mm-hmm. They used to take my classes mm-hmm. over the years, the time they were 14, 15. Mm-hmm. So we just keep surviving with uh, really our survival mostly is the people. May the our commission always there, mm-hmm. you know, for our general support and uh, some fellowship here. Really, Every year we we get less one or two things from them. Mm-hmm. So
1: you started dancing when you were a kid, yeah, 15.
2: twelve to
1: fifteen. yeah <laughs> when you started off, did you was this did you imagine that this would be the direction your life went that you were going to start your own dance company, whether it was in the United States or not? Well, or... the
2: time I was in Africa, I really took, I, I started traveling 19. Hmm. I left my home 19, and uh, I was uh, living in many places in Africa. Uh, over the years, people was thinking, "I'm kind of a little off because the studying I want to learn about all the people dancing not to stick in the in the the director of the Ballet National of Senegal. Many time I come home, wanted me to stay and be in the company. May I always want to be independent. Mm-hmm. I travel, I learn because I always believe you never stop learning and uh, I travel most the place, and I really started my own. I have a group there, and performing for the tourists in Africa. Oh,
1: back in yeah, okay.
2: for eight years, so got a lot of friends from <laughs> Paris, Italy, United States, and I still connected with some of the people who used to work for the federal government and uh, live in Africa. We still connected friends. Mm-hmm. They kind of all now may every. Every year, is when my big production, you see all of them come out because they've been knowing me in Africa performing and all of that. And they would used to tell me, I think you will be great, go to United States. May I never thought about it to my buddy, talk about, him, come here mm-hmm. and say, I need you. I say, What? <laughs> Man, I, he made it. I, I'm not regretting it.
1: And so, when you started off in your younger days, was it were you focused on the traditional cultural dance, or were you? Is it? We do,
2: we w- do in Africa because mm-hmm. you know Africa the culture is more stronger than the government. Mm. So, doesn't matter how the country is built, how much you, the clothes you wear, and all of that. But you know, all those things you can change it. Man, you never change it yourself, mm. and that that's the where. whole Africa in its history and its culture. Politics, soon you you hear about politic issues in the country because some of these countries very quiet, never have any rebel and all of that because they stick with the culture. And soon you cross over, it's a problem. It's always a problem.
1: I understand you recently got a Dance USA Fellowship yeah. from the Doris Duke yeah. Foundation. Uh, tell yeah. us about that. What does that entail?
2: Well, you know, it's, uh, I think what, what happened with that fellowship, one of, my, uh, one of the, my students, somebody I mentor and work with all the time, let, tell me about it. He said, Papa, son, you got to do this because you've been here doing so much. For everybody, and this person is based in Detroit, and he got a dance company, and and I'm always in and out of day. So he have to audition for high school kids. I got to go to audition them because he always say you got a good, good vision about some kids you can work with. Whatever I like your idea in the classes. This one, this one, this one will be good for the program and all of that. So that's the one really tell me about it. And uh, I tell my godson, you know, and he, he email him, he said, Papa, son need to apply for this because he's been in this country for many years and doing so much and contribute to all of us, not just the D.C. Everybody across the 50 states, everybody in the 50 state dance, I know who they are they pass through (laughs) me, you know. Mm -hmm. See, they don't leave here, I go there. Mm -hmm. So, and that's the way uh, they apply for it. I didn't think about it To people start calling me, say, congratulations, you deserve it. Tests everywhere. I was like, wow, what is that? And then I called. I was out of town. I called home. I called uh, D.C. And, uh, yeah, Pop, you got it. Congratulations. I was like. I, I didn't take it really.
1: So you're the last person to know that you got the the fellowship?
2: Well, you, you know, uh, after they uh, announced it, uh, you know, I think I was out of town, mm-hmm. and my uh, my godson, the one run the, the office, is the one that I call, ask, because really, you know how in line things go fast. Mm-hmm. So they posted, it was everywhere, mm-hmm. all the way to Europe. They, <laughs> they kind of, because I was in Poland that time, and the University of Dance. And uh, that's the way I was. Mm-hmm. And then he, he all over the place. People I teach in uh, Japan and all of that. Everybody keep uh, saying, you know, congratulations, you deserve it. And I didn't take it seriously. I was just like, that's another. To the time they they have this uh, uh, convention not too long ago. And I, all the nominated supposed to be there. That's the time I know it was a big, big thing. Mm-hmm. I, I I didn't take it that big, you know, because I don't usually write. <laughs> and that was the first time all these years I'm in this country. That's the first time I never get. I get a lot of honor with war. Man, never get that much fellowship mm-hmm. and tell you you do whatever you want to do with it. That's- I always apply for for project i'm always Mm -hmm. creating and working man that was the first time my 40 something years in this country Mm. yeah well congratulations it's a great honor
1: i have a quote here from you we're almost out of time but i'd like to close on this Mm -hmm. that you see dance is a part of cultural identity that needs to be sustained and you say that if you don't know who you are everything is a trap and you're
2: going to be down all the time yes it is. Because, you know, the art form, we, we, we give people something to be proud and to know who you are. Mm-hmm. It's very important, especially with the new generation we have now. Because we Africans believe a school can only teach you as what's in the book. Discipline and dedication and way of life and things, it got to come from home. What we do, whatever we learn growing up, that's the one I'm using to the floor, to these children to save them. Because when they're proud for who they are, they will like to conquer. They want to do more. They want to be somebody. Mason, you feel less about yourself. You don't know who you are. Everything is a threat. Hmm. And see, everything is a threat, What's next? Anger. And you start buzzing. And that's the way I see some of this new generation. No dad, single mother. We do a lot of things. And you graduated college. We make sure you going to back home to Africa for your gift. We do a lot of things. You know, I was, we might be this program will give this city a little bit more tension. It's a lot of people doing a lot of things, this community, to help decide, try to get more police, more things, all of those things. Because these kids, only thing they need is tension. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we travel with the company to New York, for example. What we do, the children company, we take them. with. I lease a bus, then we fly, we go. And the parents and the kids go like a field trip. And I let the kids open the show for me. Mm-hmm. And that, you can see their face and they excited. And to, to show them a little bit New York and some way, soon we go places where it's a four or six hour performance. I always like to take them, to motivate them, because they will not get a chance to get out. The city. And soon you get out more, you begin to appreciate yourself more. It's part of it. It's a lot of things I do. As soon as you see me in the street, you're like, oh, that's a player. (laughs) I'm an old man. You got to be... uh, My mom always tell us, you know, you go places, everybody walk naked. You want to live there, you better walk naked. So, I'm old, man. I'm still want to be with everybody. I go with the generation and what's going on. That's the only way I can earn them. They see, I walking around and want to be like a, you know, not a dictator with the kids and act my age, then you never earn them. They run. Because they like to fight back. <laughs> I welcome them all the time. I tell parents all the time, don't fight them. Mm. Don't punish. Try to punish, punish all that old days it don't work with this new generation mm-hmm. they're very smart and they know how to play the game and we work with the community much we care mm-hmm. yeah much we care
1: and you've been doing it for 36 years now here yes. in the district so. Oh God, 36 years <laughs> we're out of time unfortunately but assam thank you so much for oh, coming thank down you. thank and, you for and having and me talking man to us. and Thank you for everything that you do for the community, for the district, yeah, and congratulations man. on all Everybody your success.
2: Everybody can say, move. They would <laughs> support you among Berkane county. I say, I stay with my people. <laughs> it's, it's because people like to run I don't I'm one of those people
0: well thank you for sticking around you've been listening to the 202 Studio a podcast series of the DC Commission on the Arts and Humanities thanks to the commissioners and staff of the Commission on the Arts and Humanities the Office of Cable Television, Film, Music and Entertainment and special thanks to our Mayor Muriel Bowser for her support of the Arts and Humanities in the District of Columbia and thanks to you for listening today